everyone and welcome back to the Glam Observer podcast. I'm Jada, founder and CEO of the first fashion career advice platform Glam Observer, a fashion career coach, best-selling author, Forbes under 30, and in this podcast I will share actionable tips, tricks and behind-the-scenes secrets of the fashion industry. If you're an ambitious fashion enthusiast looking to start a career in this industry, you are in the right place. everyone and welcome back to the Glam Server podcast. Are you excited about this new week and new month? We have just begun the second quarter of 2023. Let's take a look back at your goals, what you wanted to achieve this year and make sure that you are aligned. If you're not exactly where you want to be, make sure that you change your strategies. There's still a lot of time left in 2023 and still so much that you can achieve in the following months. So if you're not exactly where you wanted to be, make sure that you step back, you look at your goals and you adjust the trajectory that you were planning to get this year. If you are not going exactly into that direction. It is important to keep in mind our goals throughout the years and actually every single day so that every action that we're going to make every single day is going to bring us closer to the goals that we plan at the beginning of the year. It is also okay to add new goals to the plate or replace those with new ones if you have changed your mind. So in this podcast episode, I would like to talk about some fashion terms that you need to know, especially if you're an aspiring fashion professional, you know, you need to know the language of the fashion industry. There are some specific industry terms that you're going to hear when you're going to talk with other fashion professionals, even with recruiters during job interviews. So it is always better to expand your fashion vocabulary. So in this podcast episode, I would like to give you some definitions of key fashion terms that you should know, because if you're an aspiring fashion industry professional, you need to know exactly as an insider what each term means. Maybe you are probably using some of these terms, you have heard of them already, but do you know exactly what they mean technically, the correct definition, how they're used in the fashion industry? So I really hope that this podcast episode is going to inspire you and give you some new vocabulary that you can add when you're going to speak to fashion professionals, even when you're just going to write a social media post or a new LinkedIn update. Or even simply when you're reading an article online or when you're watching a video, watching a documentary. I really hope that with this podcast episode, you're going to get the definition so that anytime you're going to read or hear one of these terms, you know the right definition and why they're using that term and for what. In this podcast episode, I'm covering 10 fashion terms that you need to know, but I have prepared a lot more for you. So I packed 
30 fashion terms and their definitions inside a free PDF guide that I want to share with you. To get this PDF guide totally for free, find me on Instagram at GlamObserver and direct message me the word terms. Okay, so this podcast episode is about fashion terms. So find me on Instagram at GlamObserver and send me a direct message with just the word terms. And I will send you the PDF guide with 30 fashion terms and their definitions totally for free. This podcast episode is brought to you by 365 Days of Fashion, our newsletter that every single day is going to send you a short and quick to read email that is going to teach you fashion industry fundamentals. In fact, if you're interested in learning more about fashion terms, we do also send fashion dictionary and fashion definitions of different terms to our subscribers of 365 Days of Fashion. You will also get access to emails that include the history of fashion, explaining how the industry works. And also once a week, we send your fashion jobs date, which is a list of jobs and internships that have been posted in the past week by fashion companies. So you don't have to struggle about where to find the latest fashion jobs and internships because we're going to do the research and send to you an updated list every single Friday. Joining 365 Days of Fashion also means being part of a community. We do have a thread where you can network with the other members. And we also run a monthly fashion book club. So every month we read and comment together a new fashion book. So if you're looking to learn more about the fashion industry on a daily basis, 365 Days of Fashion is going to give you the insights about the fashion industry. It was going to teach you fashion industry fundamentals, but it's also a community, a fashion book club, and you're also going to get the list of fashion jobs and internships updated every single week. I'm going to leave you the link into the notes of this podcast episode if you would like to check more about 365 days of fashion and become a subscriber to receive 365 days of fashion you have to become a paid subscriber of our newsletter inside fashion because only paid members do have access to all of these daily emails that we send with that with fashion industry fundamentals so now let's start with this new podcast episode where i'm going to talk more about some fashion terms and give you also the definition so you're going to be able to expand your fashion dictionary. So the first term that I would like to introduce to you is probably a term you're familiar with, which is ready to wear. So if you follow Fashion Weeks, you may have noticed that brands use the term ready to wear for the new collection, such as fall, winter, ready to wear collection or spring, summer, ready to wear collection. But have you ever asked yourself what technically the term ready to wear means? If we take it word by word, you know, it is ready to wear, which means that the product is something we can purchase and wear immediately. In fact, ready to wear or prêt-à-porter in French is the term used for collections that have three main characteristics. The first one is that ready to wear collections are mass produced by factories. 
So it is not that each product it is handmade or custom made. The products that made a ready-to-wear collection are mass-produced by factories. The second characteristic of ready-to-wear collection is that they follow standardized sizes. So, for example, they go from small to large or to extra large. So they always follow these sizes. Okay, so they're not custom made for someone and made to measure for the specific sizes. They follow standard sizes, okay? And the third feature of ready-to-wear collection is that they are sold in a finished state. So they're ready to be worn already. When you have to think about an example of ready-to-wear collections, just think that most of the clothes that we buy and wear are ready-to-wear. Because contrary to our couture, which is the next definition that I'm going to give to you, they are custom-made and handmade, so they are not mass-produced and they don't follow standard sizes. The majority of fashion brands are ready-to-wear. Okay, so they use this mass productions, they follow standardized sizes and they're sold in a finished state. So they're sold and they can be worn without further customization. The second term is Alcouture. You probably have already heard of Alcouture. There's also an old podcast episode that you can find on the Global Server Fashion Podcast where I explained more about Alcouture. So Alcouture is basically when is the highest fashion. So it is basically the top and the most luxurious collections that exist in the fashion industry. The materials are precious. Everything is studied in detail and it takes hours. I mean, hundreds of hours to produce just one piece of clothing of an couture collection. Not all the brands can have an couture collection. There are some strict rules that couture brands need to respect in order to, yeah, for a brand to become an Alcouture house. If you want to learn more about Alcouture, if you scroll back, and I will also add the link into the notes of this podcast episode, I will share with you an episode where I talked more about Alcouture. But what you have to know is important that you know the difference between ready-to-wear and Alcouture, because the first term was ready-to-wear. We said there is mass-produced, while Alcouture is only made is custom made when someone orders that and they don't follow standardized sizes so they are made to measure okay so it is different and it's important that you learn the difference between ready to wear and now could your collection the next term that i would like to introduce to you is license agreement which is more a fashion management business term So a license agreement is a term that describes a business agreement between one company and another one. And this other company can use the brand name and logo to develop, produce and distribute some products or more specifically some line of products. 
Let me give you an example. There are some brands, let's take Prada, for example, that produce also a beauty line and fragrances, for example, as well as eyewear products, so sunglasses and glasses. There are some companies that produce, develop and distribute beauty lines and these eyewear products, for example, for these fashion luxury brands. For example, there is the company Coty that produces the beauty lines and fragrances of brands such as Burberry, Tiffany and Gucci. Or there is Luxottica that produces eyewear for Chanel, Prada. So these companies operate with each other with a license agreement. Okay, so Luxottica produces, develop and distribute the Chanel eyewear collection with a license agreement okay another industry term that i would like to introduce to you is off the rack off the rack is a term used to refer to ready to wear clothing that is sold in a finished form in other words it is ready to be worn directly from the store or half the anger and store rack so that's the term half the rack because when you you can basically wear it immediately that's why if you remember the definition of ready to wear collections that i give you at the beginning of this podcast episode ready to wear collections are indeed off the rack another industry term that i would like to introduce you is wholesale Okay, so there are basically two main ways that brands sell their products to the end customer. It is to direct to consumer. So many brands have their own store, which is more called retail. They sell in their own store or on their own website. Think of Saint for example. Saint sells their products in Saint stores and on the official Saint website, so e-commerce. But they also, you can also find Saint products on online multi-brand stores such as Net-a-Porter, for example, or Farfetch. So when you find these brands sold in multi-brand online stores or department stores, that business model is named wholesale. Okay, so it looks like there is a middleman, which is, for example, Farfetch or Net-a-Porter, that buys the collection from a brand such as Gucci or Saint Laurent to then sell the collection to the final customer. Okay, so it looks like there are three people in these wholesale agreements. So there is the brand, there is the store, which could be Net-a-Porter, and there is the end customer. So there is like, Net-a-Porter is like the middleman, you know? Instead, when it's a direct-to-consumer, it means that Saint sells directly their products to the end customer, okay? So we say wholesale when the store buys from the brand the collection in bulk 
and they're going to sell it to the final customer. So for example, when you go to department stores, when you enter a multi-brand store, or when you go online on multi-brand online retailers such as Net-A-Border or Farfetch, where you're going to find multiple brands inside one single store. In that case, the model is wholesale because they're selling the brand on another store and not their own physical store or their own brand online website. Another industry term that I would like to introduce you is bespoke. Bespoke is a synonym of custom made. So in fact, bespoke describe a type of piece of garment that is made with specific measurement of an individual client. It doesn't mean one of a kind, but bespoke garments are made to measure. So it is customized to someone perfectly. So it is the opposite of off the rack. The other term that I want to introduce you is sample. You know, when you see the beautiful clothes of a collection that is, you know, the product is the final version. Of course, before that final version, there are other versions of that specific coat, dress, trouser, whatever. Also bags and shoes. And those not final versions are samples. So a sample is a version of a garment, of an accessories that is made to test out the design, the fabric, the fit before there is manufactured in bulk and before going into production. They don't start producing in bulk directly from the design. The brand needs to approve samples because one thing is seeing a product on uh, paper and the other thing is seeing the product in real life, how the fabric fits, the silhouette and everything. So before going into mass production, brands receive a couple of samples, they made adjustments to the samples and once the sample is perfect and the final one, then mass production can begin. So sample is the version of a garment that is made to test out the design and fabric before this mass production can begin. Knock off is another term that I would like to introduce you. And knock off is used when it is a copy of a fashion design that is manufactured in cheaper materials and sold at a lower price than the original. Okay, so this is the knockoff, a copy of a fashion design that is manufactured in cheaper materials and sold at a lower price than the original. Okay, the other term that I would like to introduce to you is more related to magazines and is glossy magazines. So with glossy magazine, we refer to high fashion magazines such as Vogue and the name glossy comes from the smooth, shiny pages of the publications that are typically printed on. Or maybe so far you thought that 
old-fashioned magazines are just called magazines. But there is a difference between a fashion magazine and a glossy magazine. So high-fashion magazines like Vogue are technically called glossy magazines. Okay? The other term that I would like to introduce you is conglomerate. A conglomerate refers to a business model that is comprised of many distinct elements that exist under a parent company. In fashion, an example of conglomerate is LVMH or is caring. These are luxury groups that inside owns different luxury brands that operate independently, but they're all under the corporate oversight of the larger parent company. So LVMH or carrying that includes brands such as for LVMH, Dior, Louis Vuitton, Fendi, and for carrying Gucci, Salomon, Balenciaga, McQueen, they are called conglomerate. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you want to learn more about fashion terms, I have packed for you other terms. So if you send me a direct message at Glam Observer on Instagram with the word terms, I will send you for free a PDF guide with 30 fashion terms. So together with the fashion terms that I explained to you today in this podcast episode, you will also get... 20 edition definitions of other fashion terms that you need to know. All you have to do to get this PDF guide totally for free is send me a direct message on Instagram with the word terms and I will send you the PDF guide for free. Thank you so, so much for listening and I apologize if this podcast episode was released on a Wednesday instead of a Tuesday, but we had a technical issue yesterday. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I wish you a happy history. Bye for now.